0: Hello, this is Collective Noun. For a high-quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Welcome to the show tonight.
1: Uh, And look, a big announcement to kick things off, Zach. I have discovered, I've come across the thing that will replace emojis. Emojis Wow, this is big tech news. Massive tech news. I mean, what emojis have had a good 5, 10-year reign now probably 15 if you include emoticons, but they're done, they're finished, and I've found what's coming next.
2: How did you discover this?
1: Uh, this is actually an accidental discovery. Like all the great discoveries throughout history and science, yeah. this is one I've stumbled upon, thanks to one of my middle-aged friends. <laughs> and I guarantee you, I guarantee you, look, make the most of your, your thumbs-up emojis at the moment. Make the most of your love heart eyes emojis, because this is the last time you'll use them. There's something new coming tonight.
2: We'll get there after 10.30 tonight. Up next, so this is huge! Mmm. You could be. Yes, you. I'm speaking to you. Mm. You could become a millionaire (laughs) with something we're giving away on the show in the next 10 minutes.
0: Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom.
2: Your life might be about to change forever. We're giving away $1 million. Idea! Idea! Imagine what you could do with a million dollars worth of... Ideas.
0: From us to you, tax-free. It's six million dollar
2: idea. That's right. You have heard correctly. Mm. If you give someone a fish, Dom, yep. <laughs> they eat one meal.
1: They eat for, for the
2: night. You teach someone how to fish... Mm. They'll eat forever.
1: And what you've uncovered there is the fundamental problem with radio competitions throughout history.
2: Anyone can give away a million dollars, but what happens when you run out of the million dollars? You can't make more. That's Mm. why this show, we say no to million dollar giveaways. What we say yes to Mm. is million dollar idea giveaways. We will give you an idea that Mm. you will go take to market and turn into a million (laughs) dollars, maybe even more. But that's it. It's up to you. There's no cap on
1: this. That You can make as much money from this as you want to. So, Zach over here, out of the generosity of his heart, mm-hmm. comes up with outstanding million-dollar ideas.
2: That could be yours. Yep. <laughs> on 131060, if you want to be an early investor, even before the idea's out, yep. into the world. Mm. But, Dom, would you like to know what oh. the idea on offer tonight is? I-
1: I'd love to, Zach. What's tonight's million-dollar idea? Well,
2: I was at a cafe with a friend. Too early on the drum roll. Oh,
1: yeah. Okay. Jeez. <laughs> Sorry. We need some setup here. I know. I'm excited. I'm nervous. I'm just firing everything off. What have we got?
2: I was at a cafe with a friend. Yeah. They were selling keep cups. Okay. And he said to me, "Yeah. Jeez, whoever came up with keep cups would have made a lot of money. You know, these like reusable cups that are in at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, Yeah, well, that idea's gone. But it gave me another idea. Mm. You've heard of keep cups. The next thing is going to be keep plates. He's done it! (laughs) It's a million-dollar idea! Now, Dom, I've brought in a prototype (laughs) of what a keep plate might look like. Right. I'm showing it it to you now. So this is a plate that you'd take into a local cafe and you'd say, I'd like avocado on toast. You'd give them the plate. They would make it on that plate. Sure. And then you'd take it away. And that's reusable, 100%.
1: But generally, the plates in cafes are reusable. They wash them in the dishwasher.
2: Not if you're getting takeaway. <laughs> I
1: mean, I guess so. You haven't invented anything. You've got you've just went to the kitchen at the radio station and you've gotten a bowl out, a, a plate out of the, the drawers. Yeah, no. This is a prototype. <laughs> okay.
2: Have you seen Keep Cups? They're very fashionable. They're, they've got lots of colours. I imagine Keep Plates would be similar.
1: Right, okay. So... This one's
2: just like this. I've just shown you a coffee cup yep. and said, imagine Keep Cups. Right. Do you know what I mean? So this is a keep plate prototype.
1: So do people wash it down themselves after they've had their avocado on toast? Yes. Have you or? ever used
2: a keep cut before? Yeah. You have to wash it yourself. <laughs> Thirteen, ten, sixty. Would you like to own this million dollar idea? Okay. We're giving the rights away. You could be the proud owner of the copyright to keep plate. So, so look, just to clarify, the person
1: who wins this will own one hundred percent of the intellectual property. It's rights. yours.
2: You own keep plates. You can take that to market. Yeah, one million, yeah. two million, five million dollars. There is no cap on what you can earn. <laughs> All right. Well, look, it's we- up to you. We're empowering people, Dom. Mm. The next generation. <laughs> also, we're helping the environment all at the same time. I shouldn't have to make this pitch. The (laughs) the idea pitches
1: itself. Keep plates. If you think this is a good idea and you think it could earn you a million dollars. It's not a good idea. It's a million dollar idea. (laughs) Well, 131060, if you would like to be the proud winner of this million dollar idea, and I guess you can help uh, decide a worthy recipient after this.
0: Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. We're giving away one million dollar... Idea! Imagine what you could do with a million
2: dollars worth of... Ideas! From us to you, tax-free. It's Zach's Million Dollar... Idea! That's right, lots of radio shows give away a million dollars, but what happens when you run out of that money? Where are they then? Mm. That's why we've decided, instead of giving away a million dollars, this is totally our choice and not because of budget reasons, (laughs) we will be giving away a million dollar idea. You can take that idea and make as much money as you want.
1: So this is how it works. Zach comes up with... What he believes to be a million dollar idea. Okay,
2: well, three minutes ago <laughs> yeah. when you introduced it, you said it was a million dollar idea. After I told you <laughs> the idea, yeah, you said Zach thinks it's a million dollar idea.
1: Yeah, well, tell us what your million your million dollar idea tonight is.
2: You've heard of keep cups? Yep. You know those plastic cups you take to the cafe? Well, how about mm. keep plates? Keep plates. And play the applause. What okay. are you doing?
1: Well, I didn't know you wanted that again. Thank you. <laughs>
2: Well, did you hear the silence after well, key plates? It made it sound like it's a bad idea. I'm and we just, don't want people thinking that. Well, you just brought a plate in from the kitchen. It's again. a prototype. Okay, alright. It's gonna look a little bit like that, but more yep. colourful. <laughs> right. Well, On 131060, if you'd like the rights to this idea to make a million dollars, give us a call. We have Nikki in Melbourne. Nikki, why do you think you should get these rights?
0: Because I'm gonna take your million idea dollar idea
1: and turn it into a billion dollar idea. Ooh, I like
2: that. <laughs> okay. I like that, Nikki. What's your idea? How are you gonna change it? Make it so it's collapsible, so it yeah, that's great. It folds down into a tiny square, so it's easier to carry around. And you can put it in your pocket. Yeah, pretty much. pocket plate. Oh, Nikki, <laughs> pocket plate. This is how it rolls. When it's your idea, Nikki, you can do whatever you want with it. You <laughs> own the rights. See, Dom? Look at that. Nikki's turned a million dollars into a billion dollars
1: like that. That's faster than is Bitcoin. This, is that the first ever radio show billion dollar giveaway? I don't,
2: think, I don't think anyone give away Possibly, a if Nikki wins the uh, <laughs> wins the rights, we have Lucy in Port Stephens. Lucy, why do you Hello. think why do you think you deserve the idea?
1: Oh, I definitely deserve the idea. I have a four year old, oh. and so I definitely know how to market it. Okay, and I think it's a brilliant idea taking them to the cafe and
2: to parks and mm. to the beach. Do Easy. You, do you think it'll be good for the environment, Lucy? Definitely. If it's a keep. Definitely better for the environment. See, this is this is on trendum. People well, are looking at opportunities Lucy, to help the environment.
1: Lucy, do you have the time in your life at the moment to commit to getting this startup going? Do you have the time to invest in the keep plate?
0: If it's this loss a safe, I'll invest in it.
2: Yep. Okay. Well, that's going to be up to you, Lucy, because you will be <laughs> responsible for taking it from design yes. to physical space. Of
1: course, this isn't. Yeah. By the way, how, how, what's stopping other people who are just listening, stealing the idea?
2: Uh, once we broadcast it, no one's allowed to steal it. No one in radio <laughs> has ever stolen ideas before. <laughs> so I think that's the law. We have okay. Lucas in Brisbane. Why do you think you deserve the idea, Lucas?
1: Hey, I'll, I'll, I'll run the idea and I'll put it market it in every single store I can, hmm. putting in all Woolies and Coles, oh. even though they're like opponents and rivals or whatever. Yep. I'll make it work and I'll make them spread the joy to all their customers yep. so then they can buy it for a cheap price and then save the
2: environment. That's that's business talk right there, Dom.
1: <laughs> Look, all Lucas was missing is the word synergy yep. and that was a whole business presentation. Lucas, can I ask, do you have connections at Coles and Woolworths yet or are you, are you going to make them down the track?
2: Now nah, we'll make them down the track. I reckon I can talk them into it. <laughs> okay. Well, you know need... what you see on Shark Tank. The people come in and they're confident, and that's what I'm hearing from it's, Lucas. It's I like an it. an
1: entrepreneurial spirit. Okay. I've made up All my right.
2: mind. I know where the where the idea is going. All
1: right. So well, this this is. Can we just take a moment? You're about to give a million dollar idea away to somebody. Hmm. Um, do you let, let's set the the mood here a little bit.
2: I'd like the drum roll. You'd like the drum roll, All ladies right. and gentlemen. We're about to give away one million dollars worth of ideas. (laughs) The proud winner is. Nikki from Melbourne, you've won a million dollars worth of ideas!
0: Congratulations! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Nikki, how is
1: this going to change your
2: life? Uh, hopefully a billion dollars worth, not a million. That's right, Aww. Nikki. You're going straight to the top wow. when you're on Fortune's magazine's top fifty earners in the world. <laughs> it started here, people. Wow, Nikki from Melbourne got the
1: idea from this show. <laughs> Congratulations, Nikki. Keep an eye out for the foldable pocket plate, I think is where you guys have workshopped the idea to. You own the the IP to that one, Nikki. It's all
0: yours, Nikki. Enjoy! (laughs) Thanks, guys. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Dom's Google History.
2: Dom, you can learn so much about someone by what they search on the internet. That's why each week we go through your Google search history. You don't know what we've found. Mm. You don't know what we're going to read out. But what you have to do is explain why you Googled what you Googled. All right, what do you got tonight? The first thing you Googled was Saturday at 10.33 p.m. Is it okay to have two
1: dinners? I, d- I doubt that's the first time I've Googled that or wondered that question.
2: Dinner number two. <laughs> Let's go again. <laughs> well,
1: I had an early dinner. I had like a 6.30 dinner on Saturday, and I was like, do you know what? Mm. I-, I reckon I can squeeze in an- another serving. Why stop it too? Well, because, I mean, I know they say have three meals a day, and yeah. I'd had three meals that day. Yeah. But why not a fourth? Why- who could stop me? Um, no
2: one. You get to make your own choices as an adult. <laughs>
1: that's exactly right. If you so... want to have
2: two dinners, I mean, you can do that. Yep. Y- you might... If you made a habit out of it, it might affect your health.
1: Yeah, well, so this is basically the article I found told me that I could view my day as a cheat day and I'd be okay. So it was, I had a second dinner and loved it, every bit of it.
2: The next thing you Googled was on Saturday as well, 3.43 a.m. Can guys go to a wine and painting night? <laughs> just want to throw my smock on and hit the canvas. Can I just say, right,
1: um, you, you know these nights, right, where they everyone gets a canvas, they yeah, get I've some paints. You've been to one? Yeah, my wife and I went. Oh, was it as fun as they look?
2: Um, I mean, you paint.
1: Yeah, but I'm just thinking to go with a few friends and just chat life, drinking wine and painting on the canvases.
2: I think you're describing it, a storyline yeah. of Sex in the City. <laughs> 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 Chatting life, drinking wine, doing a bit of painting. We've said before you're such a Miranda. Yeah, that's true. Uh,
1: <laughs> look, no, I'm just saying they always look like so much fun, and I regularly see female friends of mine posting on Instagram that yeah. they've been to these these wine and painting nights,
0: and I'm like, are you Where's talking? The Do you
2: want an exclusive one just for guys, no, or you know. just want to? Yeah, okay, there's other guys there. Well, the there? one I went to was like fifty-fifty. Okay. What are you talking about? Why do you think it's only for females? I have only seen
1: female friends of mine posting about it. So yes. that's been my experience. If you're telling me guys can go, Zach, what are you doing
2: Saturday night? I'm not going to a wine painting night with you.
1: We'd have a great time, we'd have
2: great fun. Uh your next one's <laughs> also about your fragile masculinity. Oh, great. Saturday, twelve fifty-nine AM. What does woman's shampoo do to your hair? <laughs> oh, no, did you shampoo with women's shampoo, and then you discovered afterwards, oh, was just going to make my hair grow really long. <laughs> it's going to be a Jack and the Beanstalk situation. I'm going to wake up with super long hair.
1: Well, you know. I mean, I mentioned on the show a few months ago, Zach, that I've started using the shampoos and conditioners most often marketed at women yeah. because they get the better sense.
2: Yeah, that's the only difference. Yeah, it, well. That's the, that's the only difference to the smell.
1: But I've been using it for about two or three months now, yeah. the shampoo that comes in the pink bottles, yeah. and my hair feels a bit like buffier than usual. It doesn't sit as boofier.
2: much. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen that on a shampoo ad.
1: It's not. I just don't. <laughs> Do think you it's mean volume? Volume, sure. And it's not sitting as uh, like it used to. And <laughs> yep. I'm just wondering if I've if I've ruined my hair. Now here's the trade-off. Yep. It smells amazing. Yeah, have a whiff if you want. No, I'm not <laughs> doing that. It smells great, mm. but it just I'm just not getting quite the look I was well, after. I tell
2: you what, you need to get to the bottom of it because yep. when you go. To the painting and wine (laughs) night I want you looking your best
0: This is Collective Noun With Zach and Dom
2: Discovered over the weekend That our family dog Is scared of Something a little bit bizarre Hmm. When you get a dog dog, Dom You think they're going to Protect your house they're going to protect your family. Yeah. They're going to stand up to anything.
1: Well, generally, they're your protection from intruders, from anybody who might be unsafe. You want them to be able to stand up.
2: Now, technically speaking, mm. this is my mother-in-law's dog. Right. I call it the family dog. Yep, uh, It's a staffy, And you associate staffies with being tough dogs.
1: Oh, I'd say so. I mean, I, you know, my dog is a little bit wimpier than that, in your words. But yeah. staffies, certainly, if you buy a staffy What do you have? Uh, Laza Apso cross with a Shih Tzu. Mm. Um, just want to let that sit there for a minute? You're having your fun. Bobby's adorable, and I will not hear bad words the about The longer
2: the name of the breed, yeah. the less I like it. Okay.
1: Well, that's right. But
2: we're not talking <laughs> about how I dislike your dog, Bobby. Yep. Okay. Over the weekend, this is actually quite scary. Sure. The dog runs away. Okay, right. Disappears. Yep. Twice. The only thing we can put it down to? Mm. Presence in the house of the time yep. of a newborn baby. There's something about a baby being in the house really, that totally freaked our dog out. Okay, so the dog has never run away before. Never. Never run
1: away before. Suddenly, a baby comes into this house. Actually, the
2: only other time it acted weird was another time there was a baby in the house. Okay, well, that's bizarre. I don't know what the relationship is between our dog and newborn babies, if there was mm. some bad blood in the past. I, but they're terrified.
1: I feel like cartoons have told us that dogs and babies get on. Yeah. is it, And, and uh, same with the Kleenex ads. The no, Is that the toilet paper? You know those ads. It's yeah. always dogs and babies playing around together.
2: It, I've got a few theories. Possibly yeah. the baby's crying at such a high frequency yeah, right. that it's freaking the dog out. It's mm. like on another level that yep. only dogs can hear. Mm. Or... The dog's jealous that it's not the baby anymore. Loving it.
1: Uh, that could be it it. it. it wants
2: attention. It wants love and attention. And yeah. it thinks
1: if I play up and run away, yeah. everyone's going to worry we about me. We all did
2: that as a kid, didn't oh. we? We all threatened to run away. Yeah, yeah. And I mean- our dog's seven years old. Around about the time <laughs> you threatened to run away. <laughs> That's
1: it. You just find it like you know, my parents found me down at the local park under the swing set. <laughs> Yeah, That's where the dog is. The dog came back though. It's all
2: good. Yeah. Well, it was gone for a few hours, but mm. somehow it found its way back, which is amazing because it's a dumb dog. <laughs> right. I really didn't think it was going to be <laughs> able to find its way home, but it did.
1: Well, it's interesting. I mean, I, I guess you expect your dogs to be scared of some of the big ticket items. Thunder, yeah. maybe the postman. Often they don't like things like that. But a baby, a baby's an odd one.
2: So we're asking on thirteen ten sixty. Yeah. What's your dog scared of?
1: And, and look, my dog Bobby, who we have just mentioned, he has a few fears. A he, long list. He's well. You know what? I think uh, he's a sensitive soul. He's one of the more sensitive, in touch with his emotion dogs out there. I'd say
2: a new and, age dog.
1: A new age dog. That's how I describe Bobby. And he, uh, he has to. Developed a bit of a fear of corn chips um, right.
2: recently, weirdly. Had some bad tacos once.
1: <laughs> I don't entirely know what it is, but if you put a corn chip near Bobby, he'll like coil back in oh, terror. So it's
2: not you eating it and making no, him the no, crunch?
1: No, no, it's it's something about them being near him. I fed one to him once. Okay, well, um, that's
2: probably what it was. <laughs> that's not dog food.
1: <laughs> no, but I thought he might. Have, who doesn't like corn chips, right? Dogs. <laughs> okay. But I thought there's some human foods dogs like. Yeah. I thought maybe Bobby will like a corn chip. So I gave it to him. Didn't love it. and yeah, now it's 100% tra-
2: it. He hated it. Now he's terrified of it. Now he
1: thinks I'm going to force feed him more corn chips. Yep. Yeah, possibly that. But, well, that's fine by me. All the more corn chips for Dom. <laughs> <laughs> not a problem for me, Bobby. 131060, what is your dog scared of? Katie is in Wagga Wagga. What's your dog scared of, Katie? Um, I have two American Staffies, and my male Staffie is petrified as a whippersnapper. He runs and hides, and then it comes
2: out. Well, Dom's also scared of physical labor, <laughs> so that one's relatable for him. Yeah. This is a thing, Katie. Yeah. People think Staffies are tough. They're actually massive sooks, aren't they?
1: They are huge sooks, So when it rains, I can't get my dogs to come inside. They hide. They will cry and whimper, but okay. no. Thunder and lightning, they're not a fan. <laughs> I would have thought. Yeah. Now, this is just me. I would have thought the is a rational fear. Yeah. I'm a bit scared of
2: the whippersnapper. Well, I think when you imagine it from a dog's point of view. Yeah. It's at their eye height. Mm. And that's like a spinning blade, basically.
1: <laughs> I think it would be irrational if a dog wasn't scared of a snipper. It's almost like a Bond villain-esque sort of torture coming towards them.
2: We have Matt in Victoria. What's your dog scared of? My dog's scared of me Dad snoring. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the what, most embarrassing thing.
1: So your, your, your dad falls asleep. He starts snoring. What does your dog do?
2: Uh, so basically, uh, my dog uh, always runs upstairs when my dad goes to bed. My my dad's in bed before everyone else. And then my, as my dog's sitting there, my dad falls asleep in about 30 seconds, mm. uh, which is something I wish I could do. And um, as he starts snoring, my dog sort of sits there. Too scared, too scared to move, but then like barks and squeals and like slowly walks outside and it's sort of just like, what are you doing?
1: (laughs) Okay, so you're saying that every night within about a few minutes of your dad going to bed, the dog's out of the room and doesn't go back in or how does it sleep through the night then?
2: Once, once mum uh, finishes her work, she walks upstairs, and um, he follows her in, and yeah, she's pretty girly with him, so it's uh, he falls asleep right next to her. Right, okay. So sorted it out. The, the dog can deal with the snoring when mum's there to help. I can but, think, like, rationalising this, yeah, a lot of dogs are scared of thunder, depending on how loud <laughs> the snoring true. is. Maybe it reminds it of well, a storm.
1: Maybe we can't say that's an irrational one until we hear Matt's dad snoring. Yeah, it maybe, could be terrifying. It could actually, maybe it's scary to humans as well. It's hard <laughs> to know. Uh, Kate is in Brisbane. What's your dog scared of, Kate?
2: My dog is scared of spoons. <laughs> what? How? Yeah, spoons. We went to give him, like, some peanut paste as a treat one day, and he finished, like, licking the peanut paste off the spoon. And then we turned it around, and he just, like, ran away. And now we can't even look at them. <laughs>
1: okay. I mean, look, I, I would think the yeah. spoon is the least scary of your main that's, cutlery. That's
2: your favorite. Piece of cutlery dump. Yeah. That delivers ice cream. Yeah, that's it. it delivers dessert.
1: Sugar into the tea and coffee. The spoon does a great job. Now, I can understand the fork and the knife are a bit sharp. Yeah. Maybe you can be scared of them. To be scared of the spoon is not one I've heard of before.
2: I think maybe it's seeing its reflection. Right, okay. But it's like, what?
1: Oh, so. You know, it's
2: like a crazy mirror. Yeah,
1: right. Okay. It's
2: like, I don't look like that, do I? Well, in
1: that case, Kate, don't take your dog to the
2: circus.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom.
1: Uh, Zach, emojis are done. They're finished. Uh, Stop using them because I have stumbled upon the next thing. Um, that will replace emojis
2: all right I thought emojis were you know had a few more years in them I mean cool. Apple's always announcing new ones and
1: they were I mean I know that Apple were trying to move people towards the Animoji, yeah um, which I guess what animates the emojis with your own face that's gone as well before even began that one's done Wow
2: because barely anyone has the <laughs> iPhone X I think
1: yeah well all I'm saying is you won't need to get it because my friend Carl uh, I was in a text chat with him the other day and he has invented a, a replacement for the emoji. I've got a picture of it I'll send to you in a sec here. I think you'll agree with me that this is so much better than emojis have ever been and that this will be adopted worldwide shortly. So okay. in a normal conversation, just to give you the context, Carl and I are organizing a plan to catch up. I would say, hey, you're up for this time. And he might send me a thumbs up emoji or something like that.
2: Is Carl one of your older friends?
1: Yes, Carl is. I think he's about 50.
2: Yes. He's okay with the technology?
1: Oh Well, I think he's actually on the forefront.
2: All right. I think he's invented this. you use texting?
1: Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and he's generally been an emoji user until this time when instead of sending me a thumbs up emoji or anything similar to that, he sent me what I've just sent you a picture of now, Zach. Can you describe what you see in the conversation with Carl? Carl. Yep.
2: Dom says, could we do a coffee later this afternoon? Mm. Carl says, 4.15. Dom says, yep, sounds good. Mm. Carl sends back a picture of his own hand doing a thumbs up.
1: It's genius. It's so simple. It was staring us right in the face the whole time. Yeah. Emojis are dead. Why send a thumbs up emoji when I can send an actual thumbs up from my very own hand
2: and thumb? Well, because an emoji takes less than a second. Taking a picture of your thumb and then uploading it and sending yes. it both takes more data and more time. But it's no. inefficient. I mean, it, there's a blurry background. Maybe hmm. the thumbs up could be confused or something else. It looks like that he's had a thumb injury and he's showing it off to you. It's like, hey, does my thumb look <laughs> but, swollen? That's the type of picture it looks like.
1: But doesn't it doesn't it add a personal touch? This is what I'm thinking. Instead of sending a smiley face from now, send a picture of yourself smiling. Hmm. I mean, it's a little more depressing if you're doing the crying emojis or anything Isn't like that. Isn't you what Snapchat is? Well, I, <laughs> do you know what Zach? I feel I've brought this emoji revolution to you. Yeah. You're, I mean, I, I realize not everyone's an early adopter. Yeah, there's new, Sometimes with big trends, people are made to look like fools when this catches on worldwide. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking... You're
2: really standing by this. I'm standing you by this. You think it's great?
1: I, th- I think it's great. And I think everyone will be sending... I, I, I should mention their own thumbs up. I'm not saying this particular picture of Carl's thumbs up will go around.
2: What happens when you need to send the poo emoji? <laughs> Your plan comes undone real quick. <laughs> I haven't thought of that. <laughs> you wouldn't like getting that text from me, would you? <laughs>
0: This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Facebook Marketplace. Price is right.
2: That's right. This is the Price is Right with Facebook Marketplace, Facebook's version of Gumtree or eBay where people sell secondhand goods. Mm. You can find anything on there for any price. It's the weirdest pricing system on the internet. I found three items today. You need to guess how much they're going for. If you can get each one within a dollar, I'll buy every single item for you. This week's theme, Mm. Star Wars. Okay. Seeing as there's a new Han Solo movie out, lots of people are trying to get rid of merchandise online.
1: I know that... I I do have a friend who's a bit Star Wars-obsessed. And there is some bizarre Star Wars merchandise out there.
2: Seriously, there are
1: areas you might think, well, they're not going to make Star Wars merch about that. And they've made it about that.
2: Well, a lot of these items fall into that category. Our first one. Yeah. Star Wars hair wax. (laughs) Okay.
1: Well, this is just like hair, like general hair wax
2: with a Star Wars character on the front? Four tins of Star Wars hair wax. What are they asking?
1: Is it, what makes it Star Wars hair wax, though? That's what I'm wondering.
2: Oh, yes. There's characters on the front. Oh, right, okay. I think it, cool. there's Chewbacca, which makes sense because he's covered in hair. <laughs> yep. uh, the one I don't get is the Darth Vader one. <laughs> he's, he's wearing a helmet. Yeah, You don't need hair, Joe. Maybe it
1: gives you helmet hair. Yeah, maybe. Uh, four tins of Star Wars. Unopened. Unopened. Geez, <laughs> well, I reckon four tins of hair wax might get you back about $30, and I don't think you can get much more for Star Wars. So I'm going to say $30. <laughs>
2: Incorrect. Twenty dollars. Which I bought okay. some hair wax today. Yep. That's less than normal hair wax. <laughs> <It's just laughs> You're definitely get getting a good price there.
1: <laughs> yep, just gotta put up with the Star Wars characters.
2: Our next item, Star Wars reading glasses. Okay,
1: what? <laughs> what how? So this is they, What? just on the bridge of the glasses. Yeah. Uh, to be the honest.
2: Side. They look a lot like normal glasses, but on the side, yeah. it says Star Wars and has an outline of a stormtrooper helmet. <laughs>
1: Did any Star Wars characters wear glasses? I don't think back. I don't, no, not well, memory.
2: I think in that galaxy, no one had poor eyesight. Yeah, right. Okay.
1: Either that or well, Because of all the lasers. That's true. Yeah, you get shot in the eye once <laughs> with a
2: laser, and your vision's healed forever. It's a
1: nightmare, because if the lasers get you anywhere else, they kill you. But yeah. if they get you in the eye, perfect vision. Uh, okay. Star Wars reading glasses. I mean, I don't have glasses myself. I'm not sure what the glasses market is. But I reckon if these are prescription, Mm. do they look prescription to you? Yeah. Okay, I reckon about $50. $130.
2: Uh,
1: Way off on that one.
2: Our last item. (laughs) Star Wars wedding garter set. (laughs) (laughs) Wedding garter, obviously something a lady might wear on her upper thigh. During well, the wedding. Is it an essential for a wedding? It's an optional, isn't it? No, it's like a tradition. It's a tradition, but right. I don't know how many people do it still.
1: So this would only suit somebody who's getting married and having a Star Wars themed wedding.
2: It's white and lacy. That's the yeah. wedding part of it. Sure. And I think the Star Wars part of it is, is like a kind of badge on it. I don't recognize the badge, but <laughs> assumably that's a Star Wars <laughs> <Right>. reference. <laughs>
1: I mean, I just don't know how many Star Wars-themed weddings are there. I know you and I have a friend who's a wedding celebrant, and he's yeah. done some before. Yeah,
2: producer Michael was on Sunrise. Oh, that's playing right. Playing <laughs> Luke Skywalker at a Star Wars wedding. If you
1: have, like, <laughs> archive footage of Weekend Sunrise from four years ago, you'll see him uh, there. But, okay, I, I would think, because of how rare it would be for there to be Star Wars-themed weddings, yeah. that that would have to be their flogging it They'll get whatever they can. $5 for that one.
2: $40,
1: custom-made. Oh, come on. $40 for that? Surely there. I don't reckon. I mean, I don't want to go against this person's business. There is nowhere they've had a single sale so far on that car. <laughs> kind of. No
2: way at all. No one's taken up that <laughs> I one. I wouldn't have thought so. Right
0: across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Uh, call off the search, Zach. I what
2: is that <laughs> noise? Can you hear
0: that? Is what that coming that? through the radio? <laughs>
2: What was that so Oh, much? our producer Michael, yeah. while running out of the room while that song ended, <laughs> has kicked a Roomba that's on the floor. An automated vacuum. Well, that was And bizarre. then it was talking.
1: <laughs> I thought suddenly <laughs> we had a. I knew like a warning
2: sign or something. <laughs> yeah. I was like,
1: what's going on? That was bizarre. Um, is the Roomba off now? Are we. Okay. What
2: Knowing how happened? the radio industry works, we're <laughs> yeah. going to come in tomorrow night and yeah. my job's going to be taken by that Roomba. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it's going to be Dom in the Roomba. <laughs>
1: Well, that would be a high-rating show. You got to admit, there'd be a point of difference in the in the market,
2: <laughs> specialising in clean comedy.
1: Well, Mark, uh, Michael's playing around with the rumour at the moment. In the meantime, Zach. Uh, up next, I you can call off the search. I have discovered the most boring app on the App Store. It is by far and away the most boring one. I know that you probably weren't looking. I know that you probably don't have not wondered what the most boring app on the app store is. Mm. I also know that you're completely distracted by what Michael's doing with the room. He's trying there. to
2: put it away, but <laughs> he's actually just opened all the insides of it and put it out onto the carpet. Again,
1: As the so. rubbish come out of the Roomba. Yeah. All right, we'll have to start that one up then. Anyway, we'll get to the boring up-up next. Right now, though, it's time for the
2: least accurate wrap-up of today's news. This is Collective Nouns Out of Context News. Making Out of Context News tonight, Pauline Hansen loves Siri on her phone. She's always there, worrying about you, looking after you when you're sick cooking your meals, doing your
1: washing, cleaning the house, and a lot of the times gets no thanks for it. Also, Donald Trump went to IKEA for the first time.
0: You have a choice, you know, when you come in. They have eight or nine carpets... They have different furniture, and this is actually very nice.
2: And Tracy Grimshaw has started running after-school karate classes. It's free, addictive, violent, and kids love it.
0: This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom.
1: Uh, Now, Zach, I have accidentally stumbled upon what I am declaring by far the most boring app that exists on the App Store. I just want to put this out as a bit of a warning to people. Do not download this app because you will be thoroughly bored.
2: I don't imagine they're advertising it like that.
1: No, they're not, but I'll tell you the app that I've discovered and you tell me if you agree with me.
2: Yep, what do you got, Dom? It is
1: the Antiques Roadshow official game. Now you can download the yep. Antiques Roadshow on your phone. Uh, the descriptions are something along the lines of make sure you price valuable antiques correctly before a fellow antiquer gets their hands on them.
2: Oh. Yes. So you're one of the people <laughs> who get who says how much it is. Yeah,
1: now it, it's a you have to pay for the game. I haven't paid for the game. But from what I can tell, it's quite an intricate process where you might get clues like 1920s style, or you might get something like this was owned by the royal family in the 1600s, and you have to guess what the estimate price is.
2: Oh, see, I thought it might be you're playing the other role. Right. Like you have all these antiques in front of you, you have to pick one to take to the valuers. <laughs> And they tell you whether or not <laughs> right. you've got a million dollars on your hands. Well,
1: I mean, that sounds like a more interesting game, yeah. if I'm completely honest. If you don't know the Antiques Roadshow, the show that – I don't know if it's on Channel 9 anymore. It used to be 4 p.m. Channel 9 afternoons. Basically, old people taking antiques to valuers to get them valued. And I understand, right? I understand when you make a James Bond movie, somebody says, turn that into a video game. I understand when the new Star Wars comes out, people say, that's got video game written all over it. I don't know who was watching Antiques Roadshow in the mid-afternoon and thought, you know what? This is crying out for a video game.
2: Well, straight after video game usually comes movie adaption. (laughs) And we all can't wait for Antiques Roadshow, the summer blockbuster. (laughs)
1: Uh, That is all we've got time for tonight. If you want to hear the full show back, search for Collective Noun on iTunes. You can get the podcast there. We'll see you tomorrow at 10. Bye.
0: That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.